0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Uh, I'll close my props for tonight in a second, but Ken, we got you. We just got a piece of injury news that impacts the game that you just talked about in the last segment. You want to share it with our audience and kind of like how you feel about uh, about that game?
0: Yeah, or Jenkins at the pregame media availability said Desmond Bain's on track to play tonight for uh, for Memphis. Uh, as they host Houston, this is a home and home of a game that was played a couple days ago that Houston won and covered in uh, at home, where they're just absolutely insane. Now, obviously, the game's in Memphis. Uh, with Bane playing and the price still basically like three and a half, four, um, it's kind of between those two numbers. And there might be a, a slight adjustment with Bane playing now uh, back down again. Uh, I would, Memphis, like even like three or three and a half if you're late to it. Three is probably the last number I'd play, but like full possession dog, still like Memphis in the rematch. And, uh, um, hopefully an interesting team to talk about next week. John Morant slated to return from suspension next week. So that's a conversation we'll have at that point.
1: Yeah. it's like I I kind of think they're going to be at least in a game by game basis. Maybe they're too far out of it right now in order to like to do something this season, but it could be yeah. very interesting, Ken, as far as game by game is concerned. Okay. So for prop wise, I talked about Jaron Jackson, Jr. Like MGM will post him eventually. Um, As long as it's in, like, the low to mid-20s, I think this is, like, even if it's, like, 25 and a half, he's been so good. Like, this gravy train, I think, will last until as long as John Moran's back, and then we'll go from there. Um, One one player that is listed and then a player that's not right now that I expect will be before the game starts, um, Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. He's been awesome for Charlotte. And while LaMelo Ball is out for the Hornets, like I, I expect Scary Terry just to completely dominate. By the way, 22 and a half, I think other books are hanging right now in Triple J. Um, Yeah, I'd love that for Jaron Jackson Jr., over 22 and a half points. Terry Rozier has been amazing recently, I know, because he's on my season-long fantasy basketball team. He's been absolutely dominating in the absence of LaMelo Ball. So I don't want to play his points over because his points kind of like can fluctuate a little bit, but the assists have been there as well for Terry Rozier. So tonight... Uh, For the Hornets, let's play Terry Rozier over 32.5 points and assists combined. So Rozier over points and assists. And then the last guy will be... And we'll we'll see like when this gets posted. And I talked about him yesterday. Malachi Branham for the San Antonio Spurs is like is really, really playing well, like starting to earn the trust of Greg Popovich. And uh and and I, I think he's worth playing on. And I have his game log up here just for some context as to what he's done recently here. Branham is uh, double digits. In four of his last five games, and the game that he, he barely played in the one game that, that he didn't go over in. But uh, 19 points against the Lakers on Wednesday, 13 against the Rockets on Monday, 10 against the Bulls last Friday. So if and when these Branham pops get, props get posted, anything in the single digits. uh, Let's go over Malachi Branham points tonight for the San Antonio Spurs. And those are my NBA bets for tonight. After uh, By the way, by the way. Clean sweep last night for props for your boy. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Malcolm. Thank. Thankfully, Malcolm Brogdon played and got me off the shade and sharp. Uh. Oh, right. just one other prop note here in the NBA. Uh, do we feel like Scoot Henderson has turned the corner for Portland and is going to start like maybe not dominating but playing better? Had a really nice game last night for the Blazers in a losing fashion, obviously to Utah.
0: My understanding, just because some, uh, some analytics guy I follow on Twitter pointed this out, because like a lot of people were retweeting his stat line. I guess like. All of that was in garbage time when they were down a million. So like the final number looks good, but like, I don't know if like in a normal competitive game, that's what you're going to get. I'm just sort of reporting what I saw. Uh, I didn't, that was one of the games I didn't watch last night, but just like, so maybe is the answer. But I, am always a little skeptical when it's like blowout stuff and we're like patent stats.
1: That makes sense. That's why I ask. Okay, so Jaron Jackson Jr., Terry Rozier, Malachi Branham, the three guys that I'm looking at for tonight in the association. Okay, uh, we'll get to Week 15 NFL Sunday coming up next segments on the show. But for now, we're going to give you all our bets for Saturday slate three games in the National Football League, including thy royal prop king, which means it's time for Jake to lay down that Mario music. Absolutely love it. Our week 15 NFL Saturday betting sojourn begins in Cincinnati with Jake Browning and the Bengals hosting Nick Mullins and the Minnesota Vikings, two, seven and six teams. High leverage game for both of these teams trying to get into their respective playoffs. Cincinnati can in between a three and a three and a half point home favorite. Total in the game is 40 and a half. Injury wise here, the thing that's going to impact things the most for fantasy players and prop bettors, Alexander Madison out for the Minnesota Vikings. Ty Chandler will be the Minnesota's RB1 in this game. And Justin Jefferson uh, is going to play. Remember, he left last week's game with the chest injury. Jefferson, good to go. Full practice. He will play coming up tomorrow for the Minnesota Vikings. Ken Betts here, side and total. Analysis, please, for Minnesota and Cincinnati.
0: I don't think there's anything particularly crazy going on in this market. Uh, I feel like I have stronger opinions about the other games. Um, Early in the week, when it was three and a half, like 110, closer to that number, it was you know, I I like Minnesota more than a field goal team that likes to play a lot of really close games I feel like the Bengals are probably trading at like a really high price right now for them because of the two performances that Jake Browning has had. So those things in combination right? Like Bengals probably perception wise good. Number more than three with a team that plays close games is, is pretty appealing. If it got back to that tomorrow like three and a half, 110, 115. I think Minnesota is okay at that price as a play on honestly with Jefferson uh, and his status. Uh, The total in the game is just interesting for this reason real quick. We we saw what the Raiders did last night, and I think everyone had the same thought based on what we'd heard going into the game. The Vikings shut out this team, and the perception of the Vikings defense the last few weeks has been that they've been playing at a really, really high level. I don't know if how much of that is like smoke or just uh circumstance, like just that they happen to play a couple of good games in a row. But man, like if they're actually that good, then you know, a game that kind of seemed like an over game to me with a team like Cincinnati, maybe it isn't. So just, like, a little skeptical now about, like, what side of the total I'd bet. Uh Three and a half, if it appears for Minnesota, would be a bet for me.
1: I, I think, Ken, I'm with you here on this, on the three and a half for Minnesota, but need, like, a three and a half in order to make the bet yeah. on the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, so I honestly, like, I hate to say it, but I don't think there's a lot going on in this game. Like, I know, like... It's easier to stomach on a Sunday when there's like a million other games. Not because it's an island game; all these games are island games. I'll have some props on this game unless it's Minnesota plus three and a half, minus one ten. I'm not gonna have a bet on the side or total of this game. But good news is, uh, I'll definitely have a bet on the second game. We'll talk about it in a second. And Ken, maybe you can talk me into something on the night game where I I, I feel like I should bet Detroit, but I really don't want to. Uh, so let's let's go to the second game here now. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Steelers and the Colts in Indianapolis. Where Indy? is a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. The total is 42-and-a-half. And for Pittsburgh, the Steelers getting good injury news over the course of the week. Both T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith will will play for the Steelers. Uh, both of their best pass rushers. Watt, clearing concussion protocol, both will play. Kenny Pickett out? Mitch Trubisky gets another start. And just in case fantasy players like Holden, I hope Jonathan Taylor is going to be back. Uh, maybe he will be, but it won't be this week. The big bouse, Zach Maus, gets another start at running back for the Colts. Ken Betts here, please, for Indy and Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, I think uh, with Watt and Highsmith confirmed playing and the to- and the spread existing in this range, this is gift wrapped for a two team six point teaser. Steelers one and a half to seven and a half. Uh, it's the by far the best teaser game I think on the board this week. There are a couple other options to pair it with, just because I won't we won't do this with Denver and Detroit at all. Uh, Kansas City eight to two. Would be the probably my favorite. So basically, like Mahomes to beat the Patriots, Steelers to lose by seven or less to you need know, out off the New England game with extra time. I mean, it's just like like I feel very confident that they'll at least be competitive in the game. I don't know if they're gonna win or not, probably goes down to the wire, whatever. So I like that traditional one. If you want something just for the game, I actually and I almost never do this, but the way the numbers set up, I kinda like it. Uh Steelers to seven and a half with over 36 and a half. So you get under 37 on the total um you know sort of like a key number in that range for total so you get under that amount to play over so you'd play a two-team six-point teaser and you take the Steelers and the over uh, as long as the total is 42 and a half or less and the side obviously fits as well um so nothing like one and a half forty-two. 42 i like the over in the game i'll probably have a couple bucks on it but i, I kind of like manipulating it with these teasers a lot more
1: if you had to pick the winner of the game what would you want to do
0: now that those guys are playing i'd probably pick pittsburgh
1: it's it's really tough, right? I was I wanted to bet Indy yeah. earlier in the week, and it feels like now with like Watt and Smith playing, it feels like it's a little bit yeah. of a uh, of a trickier proposition. Look, we talked about the over this week on the show. Uh, I'm on the over here, over forty two and a half. Where hashtag Shane Steichen overs a million plays are going to get run here, and it's not just like Shane Steichen running all these plays. And Ken, like we talk about this a lot, right? Like the Steelers. Like coming off two of the worst offensive performances you could imagine. Obviously uh, getting shut down by Kyler Murray and the Cardinals in the game that kept getting stopped and started because of like lightning in the Pittsburgh area. And then what we saw last Thursday night, now they did a little better in the second half, but a miserable offensive performance in the upset loss uh, to the New England Patriots. My expectation is with uh, with extra rest here going into this game, I think you'll get a better Steelers performance on offense and this Colts defense certainly nothing to write home about over in the game. I love India, excuse me, Pittsburgh as a teaser like Pittsburgh and Kansas City would be my preferred option at the numbers that are currently available and uh listen I, I I like action it's an island game I think I'll probably do your teaser also with the over I like the over in the game anyway and I like Pittsburgh as a teaser like so I like that as well and Ken we'll go to the last game on Saturday night Saturday night's main event ding ding uh, the Detroit Lions, four and a half point home favorites against Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, hashtag our guys, and the Denver Broncos. The total in the game has been bet up to 48. Now, The stuff that we'll have to monitor here going into tomorrow night, I actually think this does matter as far as the point spread. Not the point spread, but betting the game is concerned. The Lions have really been struggling on offense. The offensive line has been decimated by injuries to a degree here. It looks like Frank Ragnow, like star center and star tackle Taylor Decker, both are going to be back tomorrow night, helping to protect Jared Goff at home here. Uh, I think that matters. Doesn't mean I'm going to bet Detroit. I'm I'm looking to get talked into something here on this game. So, Ken, maybe you can do it. Lions, four and a half at home, total of 48.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I read the same thing you did about the offensive line. I'm kind of proceeding like they're playing um, as they participate. Both practice in full today, right? Yep, both practice in they, full. because today. they practiced. And I, this is like this is pretty square. I I really like the over in this game. It's 48. It's a really high number to be fair in like modern NFL. Like you're you're gonna put like got like Lions off a terrible game at home. With like the offensive line back the scoring conditions in these home games for detroit have already been like been electric the whole time i think russell wilson like trailing can actually have a lot of success generating explosive pass plays down the field Get gets denver out of this like conservative under game plan that they've been in for like four or five weeks um i think the lions race out and the and the broncos have to catch them I, the side of the game i have no opinion on honestly i think it's probably like i, I kind of agree with it honestly uh but I, I i do like the over a bit of a square bet but 48 yeah i'm i'm in
1: is there just because people ask? Is there a buy point for like both teams on this game? Or like I'm assuming you bet we're, Denver I think plus we're six. Like
0: halfway. I think we're halfway to it. Like three, I'd bet the Lions, and six, I'd bet the Broncos.
1: Yeah, I think I, I think I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. So no bet for me on the side of the total of the game. I'll have some props coming up. So for me, it's like really just like the over and like Steelers teasers, and then we'll bet a couple props coming up tomorrow night. I, I as you will see coming up in the next segment, bunch of games that I like on Sunday. But for now, let's get to the props. For Saturday, as the prop king descends down from thy royal throne, traipses across thy royal purple velvety carpet over to thy royal balcony to gaze down upon you, the morons, to give you prop bets coming up for Saturday's NFL action.
0: Now approaching the betting window, it is your prop king, Nick Costos. All hail King Costos! All hail King Costos! Oh wait, how about
1: like credit credit to me? Alex Erickson touchdown last night, eleven to one. Listen, Aiden O'Connell went over. Just saying, but we did hit the Alex Erickson anytime touchdown at a huge price. So all these things did happen. All right. We'll go game by game here. Got one yardage prop in each game, and then anytime touchdowns in all the games. We'll start with Cincinnati and Minnesota, where thy royal Jake Browning, the average depth of target, the A dot for the stat nerds out there like me. I like this stuff, right? Like the A dot when Joe Burrow plays is further down the field because Burrow, you know, is a better quarterback, obviously. Since he is making this happen with whoa, it's a smoke and mirrors, and uh, Browning is basically throwing the ball like four yards, like past the line of scrimmage. like It's all dink and dunk, which is fine. They're winning, so why would they stop doing it? And as part of this offense, and think about also the opponent here. It's the extremely blitz-happy Minnesota Vikings with Brian Flores. So we have seen the last couple weeks Joe Mixon get peppered in the pass game by Jake Browning. Now think about it again, the stylistic matchup here. Here comes the blitz. What's Browning going to do? Go to his binky, um, like who's standing right next to him, Joe Mixon. Mixon, Over 25 and a half receiving yards. Steelers and the Colts. Like the over in the game. I think you get a bounce back performance from the Steelers offense. Who's the receiver that Mitchell Trubisky likes to throw to the most? He's been targeted the most by Trubisky in all his, uh, his, uh, when he's played this year for Pittsburgh. It's Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson over 44 and a half receiving yards. Lions and the Broncos. Let's not overthink it. Broncos get slammed by opposing tight ends. I think this lines up for a big Sam Laporta game. Sam Laporta over 46 and a half receiving yards. Anytime touchdowns. Vikings and Bengals. Chase Brown. Brown I agree with Brad Evans it's a really explosive running back Chase Brown anytime touchdown and the guy behind the guy everyone's going to look to pay, play Ty Chandler we will play Kane Wangwu who I think is actually awesome and he's going to get opportunities obviously Chandler's not getting 100% of the carries Kane Wangwu anytime touchdown for the Colts and the Steelers, the Colts have four running back, four tight ends that they use. It looks like one has emerged above the rest. Will Mallory, Will Mallory, anytime touchdown. And then, like, I, I can't keep playing these Jameson Williams over receiving yards because it doesn't get targeted in the game. If Josh Reynolds doesn't play by the way he's questionable, then we can play Jameson Williams over receiving yards. But let's take a shot at JMO anytime touchdown. They use him on end rounds. So They'll probably take a deep shot or two to him in this game in a game with a total of 48. Those are the props for Saturday. Coming up next, side and total bets, Week 15. 15 NFL Sunday